Well, good morning, football fans, and welcome to Leaky Brothers Plumbing, Heating, Adams County, and Heritage High School Football Coaches Show, hosted by the West End Restaurant. Other fine sponsors that bring this program to you every Saturday morning is Arnold Lumber, uh, Adams Moral Hospital, Thrivent Financial Services with Agnes Schock, <coughs> Moon Tower Tavern, Eminent Overall, Highway 27 Landscaping, Pizza King of Decatur, Sherfo Seamus Gutters, Case and Court of Geneva, and once again, the West End Restaurant and Leaky Brothers. Last night in area football games, it was in the ACAC. Adam Central was your winner over over um, South Adams by a score of 48-2-0. <clears throat> and uh, Bluffton defeated Southern Wells 56-3. Heritage was a winner over LaPel 28-14. Jay County defeated Woodland uh, 34-29. And Rex Brewer was the only uh, one of the three uh, experts that guessed that game. So he puts him one game ahead. But uh, I probably lost five other ones that they got right. DeKalb was a winner 49-13 over Huntington North. East Noble defeated Norwell 49-15. Leo defeated Belmont 40-0. New Haven defeated Columbia City 21-7. In the SAC, it was Carroll 17, Wayne 10, Bishop Dwinger 42, Northrop 14. Bishop Bluers 30, Fort Wayne Northside 28, Southside 35-6 over Concordia. Homestead 23-20 over Snyder in overtime. Uh, other scores in the area is East Eastbrook over Blackford, Eastside over Prairie Heights, Frankton over Oak Hill. Indy Lutheran defeated Cecina 42-14, Monroe Central over Westdale, Northfield over Wabash, Peru over Rochester, and in the Battle of the Unions, it was Union City over Union County 42-0. With that, I'll take this opportunity to run a round of commercials and back with our first coach, Michael Moser, the Amazon Flying Jets, right after this. You're listening to High School Football on WZBD. Shouldn't a home comfort system make you completely comfortable? Leakty Brothers is a trusted source for everything you need for home heating and cooling. When you decide to repair or upgrade your home comfort system, Leakty Brothers can advise you on your air conditioning, heating, and indoor air quality needs, from maintenance to repair to installation. Going with Leakty Brothers is a decision you'll always take comfort in. Hi, this is Ken at Leakty Brothers Plumbing and Heating with a very simple philosophy. Show up on time, do what you say you'll do, and if there's a problem, fix it. Leakty Brothers, 251. One East Water Street in Burn. When it comes to your home, there are things the handyman in you wants to do. And then there's things that should be left to the experts. When it comes to seamless gutters, there's only one choice in our area, and that's SureFlow Seamless Gutters indicator. Tired of gutters that leak at every seam and every downspout? Call the guys at SureFlow. Putting on a new metal roof and want your gutters to do the job they're meant to do? Call SureFlow. Find them online at seamlessgutters.net or give them a call. SureFlow Gutters. 260-888-5062. Adams Memorial Hospital's Rehabilitation Department has three convenient locations, including Adams Memorial Hospital in Decatur, the Burn Outpatient Clinic at Swiss Village, and Adams Heritage in Monroeville. The Rehab Department offers both early and late hours and provides many specialized treatments, including sports performance, aquatic therapy, dry needling, and vestibular rehabilitation. Call 260-724-2145, extension 11031. Learn more at adamshospital.org. Some nights you want to eat out in the big town, but some nights you want to feel at home, and nowhere feels more like home than the Moon Tower Tavern in downtown Monroeville. Order your favorite drink and a home-cooked meal. Challenge a friend to a game of pool or test your skill at shuffleboard, all at the Moon Tower Tavern in Monroeville. You can even order your favorite meal online at MoonTowerTavern.com and pick it up when it's ready. Whether it's for lunch or dinner, give Moon Tower a try. Welcome back to Leaky Brothers Plumbing and Heating High School Football Coaches Show, and I'm joined by Michael Mosier of the uh, Amazon Flying Jets. And Michael, uh, we were talking a little bit off air. Um, you did say that. Uh, you know, a game like that last night, you want to make sure that uh, two things happen. Everybody comes out of it uh, injury-free. And uh, you started a game without uh, your big uh, offensive defensive line, uh, Zach Worm. And it's one of those things you decided that ankle is never going to get better mm -hmm. until you just take him off yeah, of it. Yeah, and I think that's what we're doing. We're, we're resting as much as we can. Uh, it's, it's always difficult because uh, Zach wants to play and we want him back. Um, we we definitely do, but you know it's just one of those high ankle sprains that he did that uh, first that first scrimmage, and he's been off and on. You know we thought we uh, had him back, and he came back against Eastside, and 
and uh, played really well. And we thought, okay, all right, he's he's ready to go. And then the next the next uh, week at, at Blackhawk, he's in and and uh, just doesn't feel right, you know. And so we we rest him and then we we play him uh, against Heritage and um, things are going well. And then he just tweaks it again. So. It's just one of those those things, those nagging things that just kind of won't go away. And so we're 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 resting them um, as best as we can. And and I don't know how long that will be. For sure, he's out this week. Uh, I don't know about the future until we start uh, really really seeing some healing. Uh, but I know he's frustrated. Uh, his senior year, you don't you don't want that to happen. And and uh, hopefully the the healing process comes back. Um, the good news is we got Lane Langridge back after a, a, a little bit of a tweaked knee, and and uh, he was able to play last night. He didn't play any defense at all, but played uh, all the way through th the third quarter with us and, and uh, looked real good and felt good. So that's that's a really blessing, real blessing, and I really hope that uh, um, that he can continue to. Uh, to go about his business we'll see we'll, we'll see what happens in the future but uh he looked really good last night and felt good about it and uh we talked a little bit off air it's like uh a lot of people thought that that game in the first quarter would be a little bit uh bigger deficit than that yeah. but uh, i think uh, grant's philosophy is if i don't give Adam central the ball they can't score and uh, their first drive they drove right down the field on you know, a little uh, short underneath passes, and uh, you, you knew what they're going to do. I mean, mm -hmm. you guys are going to run, mm -hmm. they're going to pass, and, mm -hmm. and they're pretty good at that little short game, and uh, uh, they drive down and finally turn the ball over to you, and, and once you guys get the ball, you know, with like three minutes left in the first quarter, I mean, the, the floodgates start to open up. Well, you know, they're, they're really good at what they do. They, they may not have uh, the size and strength they had uh, in, in some of their past teams, but they are very good at what they do, and uh, we, we respect them. Uh, they they do things the right way, uh, and uh, Owen Warner is he, he's a good good quarterback, and he has really good receivers. Um, but that short game will pick you apart, and he's really good at uh, finding the holes in our defense, uh, and he does it well. Uh, and yeah, they just they just marched marched down the field, and and we knew we knew that they are definitely capable of doing that. And and I'm, as I'm watching that, I'm 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 looking at Coach Hammond, and and he's again trying to figure all that out. And that's that's the game of football. And eventually, our kids were were able to, but they definitely had us on our our heels and. Uh, we had to really dig in there and, and uh, fortunately got them stopped. Uh, and again, I'm not sure how we were able to get them stopped, but we were able to get them stopped. Uh, and then we were able to go down the field and, and, and go and, and figure some things out. But uh, they, they have a really good program. They're, they're always, always so difficult to play. Uh, because they do what they do so well, they're you know the opposite of what we do, uh, and it makes it very tough. That your your secondary is is preparing all week for, uh, you don't you 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 never know what right. I mm -hmm. mean it, it it the long the, the thing about South Adams is is what makes them so dangerous is uh, unlike us uh, and you know we're we're a little bit more methodical and we like to we like to, to to move down the field where they they can strike at any moment and they have kids that can do that and they got a quarterback that can do that and he has we talked about this too he has a great arm um can he can launch the ball and if you're not ready uh and there were several times they had uh guys that were were, were open uh they just he just overthrew him a little bit or, or it was off their fingertips well, for some big plays he, he puts a lot of mustard on the ball yeah, and I, I think mccain in the first quarter had probably three that go, went right through his hands he uh -huh. just couldn't couldn't bring down and a little and high, possibly a little high, but yeah, yeah. He put he put some smoke he put on some it. Does he's he's really good and he's very athletic, uh, and and we had a hard you know that first that first series we had a hard time getting getting to him, um, and so I, I thought our kids played real well. Uh, you know you have to adapt as fast as you can against an offense like them um, that can just boom 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 down the field. Uh, so uh, I was pleased with how how we were able to to get them stopped and then then be able then to just kind of methodically go down the field so i was ple i was pleased with that well um i know that uh, it's one of those things that uh we uh we looked at uh the way they drove down the field and uh um they were able to keep you guys the defense off of them for a mm -hmm. while but eventually mm -hmm. uh you guys uh push hard enough on them that it uh it uh finally you guys had some big sacks for big losses because your ends with uh, Curry and yeah, uh, Frable just they good. break in and they, they don't let him get out of, outside the pocket. In the first quarter, a couple of times he scrambled outside the yeah. pocket, but then you know later on in the game, it's like uh, he had a couple of 
15-yard sack losses, yep. and it just really made it tough because uh, those those big losses on those sacks turned that into uh, to them having like zero rushing yeah, yards throughout right, the game. Right, and and it's a big mo- momentum killer. You know, when when everybody's fresh at the start of the game, things go well, but that, and then as as they wear down a bit and as the momentum shifts a bit, it makes it makes it more difficult. You know, and and I think that was really what what happened there at the end of that first that first quarter. And uh, we talked a little bit about uh, activities that happen at a football game that are good for the fans and maybe maybe not as good for the team, but they're the things that you have to deal mm-hmm. with. Uh, last night you had a huge crowd there. You're, you're like fifth graders sang the national mm-hmm. anthem. So, you know, with that, that means that uh, everybody's going to bring some parents and grandparents to watch mm-hmm. their, their kids uh, sing in the, in the national anthem. And then you had the, your youth uh, junior high mm-hmm. recognition for all your fall sports, mm-hmm. which had a lot of people there. Your band performed at halftime. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, uh, it just a lot going on, and uh, as you as a football coach trying to prepare, and you, you come out and your football team runs to take ready to take the field at, for the second half, and the band's still on the field. It's mm-hmm. like uh, things are kind of out of kilter. And I know football coaches are very regimented <laughs> in, in their routines. This is what I want to do, and you come out and and your routine is not going well. It's like it kind of throws you out of kilter. But you know, as everything else, as the game goes, you have to adjust to that sort of stuff. Yeah, you know, it, you. <laughs> You know, I'm kind of left out of the loop of what's happening in a football game. You know, my job is to to coach the game, and I get I get focused on on doing that. As you said, you know, you expect all the regimens to happen, but sometimes on a Friday night, it's it's it's, it's it sometimes becomes more than just a football game. And you know, I don't I don't always you can't you can't really ask the football coach this question, right? Because yeah. we really You'll say we, no. <laughs> yeah, we're 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 only focused on the game. But you know, when you when you look at that in your initial thought, is this is this is a circus out here. I'm, I'm coming to a circus, um, but then you you think back and you realize, you know what? This is a this is a community event. It means a lot to a lot of people. Uh, you need to put your own personal desires uh, away. Uh, I wish the halftime would have been 20 minutes instead of 15. That's where we maybe probably would have been able to yeah. have the the issue with the football teams coming on and the band. Uh, but you know, I, I may not have been ex- extremely happy when I see that. But after realizing. You know what? It's 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 not their fault. You know, I didn't realize we had all these other activities yeah. going on. You know, that would be the only thing that I would I would say that we probably should have done is extended it, and we couldn't, and we and we didn't because we think you know you think you're going to be able to get all that stuff done, and you have to realize this is it's it's for me. Yeah, as the coach, I'm there for one reason, and I have tunnel vision, and I have <laughs> to realize that you know it's nobody it's nobody's fault. It just happens, and you have to run with the punches and. Uh, as the as the football coach, sometimes I don't always do a good job of running with the punches, and and I have to remember that. Well, that's the kind of thing. I mean, this time of year, you get homecoming in there, and yeah. a lot of schools have been doing the right thing. They they are doing the better thing. They do homecoming before the football. Yeah, game we've starts. always done this. That's and, good, and that and that's good. But you may show up at a visiting team, and they have homecoming, mm-hmm. and they run it at halftime. At, and then you you're not in control of yeah. that. You're, you're the visiting team. You you show up when you're supposed to show up, and then whatever happens, you try and. Uh, take in stride, but uh, you, you could be forced into the thing and have a longer halftime. And you I mean you want your kids to have a little bit of rest, but yeah. like like in those uh, football games on college last week when when they had like <laughs> three and four hour rain delays. Yeah. I mean, how oh, I how, do, how do your kid? It's like a it's like two different games because. Yeah. They have to strip them all down, dry all the uniforms, let them rest. They feed them, and then they try and decide when you're going to go back. And some of those yeah. games, they didn't know when they're going to come back. You know, yeah. the Purdue game was delayed six hours. How and, do you have and, a six-hour yeah. delay and then still make all your flights on the way know. home and stuff? Yeah, it's I mean, just it's just nuts. You know, I, I I'm glad I coach where I'm at. I can't imagine <laughs> being one of those coaches because it really is a circus yeah. there uh, every every game. But you know, it's good because it does bring people in. Um, you know, you, you think of, you think of the crowd and, you know, people, people love to come to a game on a Friday night, um, especially in uh, small town America, you know, you're going to, you're going to see this, uh, all the way around and it, and, you know, it, it helps that we're having a good season. We've been, you know, been good for the last several years and, and that helps. Um, but I, it, it's, it's neat to see people come out and show interest, uh, and I think it's just something, you know, it's more than just a game. You know, it's, they see people they know. It's a social event. I, again, I, I'm, I'm too focused on the game to worry about stuff like that. But it, it people enjoy it. People yeah. enjoy it. Well, I, I interviewed Grant before the game, and he looked up in the stands. You know, they opened up the gates, and in three minutes there was 
all those people rushing in to get their seats. And some of those people had blankets on there like at noon. They go out and put their blankets at yeah. noon and save their seats at, at noon. So, you know, yeah, you know, I'm not, the, not the, I'm not, yeah, I'm not most happy about that, <laughs> but it, you know, it, it shows we have interest. I don't, I don't particularly like that just because, um, we don't have safe seats, but now we do. Uh, I wish it wouldn't happen. Um, but it shows interest that we have. You need to turn into a fundraiser. Exactly. If you'd like to rent that space, you know, you can rent that space for an extra $10 and you could could boost up your program that way. But now I I don't always get all my, uh, research in, but, uh, who do you guys play next week? Okay. We have Southern Wells next week. Okay. Yep. So that, that could be, you know, Southern Wells, we, we understand that they're, they're trying to rebuild that program, but that, that could be a week that. You take those kids that are a little bit banged up, and you you back them off for a little bit, and let some of your bees mm-hmm. take some of those reps, and then uh, let those kids heal up that uh, maybe a little bit banged up on yeah. on, a, on an off week. Even even looking at Southern Wells, you know, we know that they have that you know <clears throat> they have struggled uh, as of late to rebuild, but I, I think Coach Sprunger has them going in the right direction. Now, I've seen them play several times now, just because of, of different tapes, uh, and they are they are much improved. Um, they really are, and I, I think he's he's got them heading in that direction direction uh, all of us are you know pulling for him we don't we don't want to see a, a program die and, and I know several years ago there was questions as to yeah. whether or not it would and so <clears throat> I am thrilled that they are are going um, they have a middle school program they have JV teams you know and they really struggled last few years to do that so they they have really turned it around and I'm I'm, I'm excited for what they're doing um, and I wish them all the best uh, of luck um, and it's it's one of those games, yeah, that you you know you still have to prepare for, and you have to do your best to get. You know, we're going to get better. We're going to do things the right way, um, and we'll see what happens. Now you go down to Southern Wells. Yeah, we go to Carnes Crazy. Yes, there the Carnes Crazies, uh, and Carnes that's Field. never gone away. It's, no. they're always crazy. You know, you you, t- <laughs> you talk about a circus. I mean, for for a small school, those kids yeah. really put some yeah. some effort into it, and they have team support. I mean, they do. You have they the guys do. out in the parking lot, and the, yeah. they. They try and do it upright, they and do. they've got a good fan base. Oh, and they, they got do. People that they, support that exactly, and, and they're always they're always going to have like a, a pork sandwich uh-huh. fundraiser or something, or a chicken uh-huh. barbecue, and and uh, they're they're yeah. a small community just like you, and and everybody it takes everybody to run that program to support it, and they come out in force, and it, yeah. it's it's all they have to do on a Friday night, and they're going to be there. They'll be there. They all they always have been, uh, and they have a good tradition. Uh, they have a good base, uh, and and they and they have good kids that that work hard at one thing you always will will know about and even we played southern wells in the past their kids will play hard they yeah. they do they're 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 good kids um they want to do what is right and they play hard we've always always felt that and i'm sure that we'll experience that again and then every once in a while they'll they'll have one of them bieberstein beast kids that yeah. come in and he's one of those guys that you just have to watch out for because yeah. he those kids the kind of kids will be everywhere and they've yeah. they've had They've had family names that have run through yep. that program. They're yep. just they're studs, and you got to watch them every play because you know he may not have ten friends that are going to be studs on the starting line with him. But uh, I'll tell you what, they're going to have a couple of those kids that are come out, come out, and they're going to yeah. hit you, and they're going to they're going to play hard football. They have tradition. They yeah. they do. They they have tradition. They've just gone through a rough spell, um, but uh, I I think Coach Brunger is going to do a great job, and I have respect for him and. And he's trying hard, and uh, that's that's gonna that's 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 gonna build some success for them in the future. Well, Michael, I wish you the best of luck, and I hope everybody gets healthy again and to get a uh, <clears throat> everybody in the lineup. And we travel to uh, uh, Heritage versus Bluffton next week, which I think is going to be a really mm-hmm. good game. I mean, mm-hmm. you, that'd be a good game. Yeah. You'd like to watch yeah. that game, wouldn't yes, you? Yes, <laughs> I would. Yeah, and I will be able to watch yeah. it eventually. <laughs> you know, we're going to play Bluffton next week, so we'll see what <clears throat> what happens. But it, it's. Hey, the ACAC uh, has is is really a, a tough, tough uh, conference, and and I, I'm loving how uh, everybody has has really really grown and and been successful, and um, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, this conference becoming even even more competitive in the future because it, it it really has uh, done so. Uh, Jay County is as much improved. They beat Wooden last night. Um, you know, Bluffton at number two at number two in the state. Heritage is 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 tough and physical and good, and and they just uh, they will come at you. And I, I there and we have some really good coaches that do it the right way. And that's that's what I'm I'm proud to be part of the conference and 
and uh, I, lo- I love the guys in the conference, and, and we, we all root for each other when we're not playing each other, you know. Well, I know that uh, we've made a schedule change because uh, we know that uh, at that time, you know, it could have two undefeated teams in the SAC playing, uh, ACAC playing each other, and uh, we have adjusted. We are going to go to Bluffton and cover that Adam Central Bluffton game. So we waste luck, luck this mm-hmm. week, Coach, and uh, we'll get all you right. some breakfast here, and uh, we'll be back with a uh, – the second coach from Heritage High School right after these messages on WZBD. Want to make your home a more comfortable place, but don't think you can afford a top brand heating and cooling system? Well, Carrier has the right solutions for every budget. When you turn to Leakty Brothers, your Carrier expert, they'll show you the full lineup of best-in-class home comfort systems and help you pick the one that best fits into your home budget. Because in this economy, who couldn't use a little more comfort? Hi, this is Ken at Leakty Brothers Plumbing and Heating with a very simple philosophy. Show up on time, do what you say you'll do, and if there's a problem, fix it. Leakty Brothers, 251 East Water Street in Burn. Free hot apple cider and cookies, special sale, contests, giveaway, and photo opportunities are all part of Highway 27 Landscape Supplies Customer Appreciation Days, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Make this weekend special with a trip to Highway 27 Landscape Supply, 8050 North U.S. Highway 27, north of Decatur. Fall decorations, flowers, pumpkins, and a store full of specials and unique gifts. See you at Highway 27 Landscape Supply during Customer Appreciation Days. Plumbing and Heating, Adams County and Heritage High School Football Coaches Show, hosted by the West End Restaurant, sponsored by Leakey Brothers, other fine sponsors, Arnold Lumber, Adams Moral Hospital, uh, Thrive Financial with Agnet Shock, Moon Tower Tavern, Highway 27 Landscaping, Pizza King of Decatur, Leakey Brothers, Plumbing, Sure Flow, Seamless Gutters, Case and Court of Geneva. Those are some of our other sponsors. Allow us to bring football coaches in here and uh, talk football with them uh, the next day. And our, our next guest is uh, Corbin Vance, Special Teams Coordinator for the Heritage Patriots. And uh, like I said, uh, Coach Kochman uh, is spreading the wealth and uh, making sure that all of his coaches get to breakfast. So welcome to the program, sir. Well, thanks for having me. I don't know if, if Coach is spreading the wealth or not. I think he just <laughs> wants to get back to work, and he lets us do all the other side things. Whatever his method is as long as i have somebody to talk to about the game last night it's it's good and uh uh you and coach uh, Mosier were talking off off air about uh lapel and uh they were a very good game for you guys to pick up as uh as uh they came in and it was a pretty close game and you guys pulled it out at the end but uh tell us something some about that game and uh, how lapel brought that game to you you know well we played fairfield uh was uh three years ago now and i think it's about a two hour 45 minute bus ride uh that was something that we didn't want to do um, picked up Lapel. Lapel, very competitive two-way school. Uh, they play some really good teams. It's a good look for us right in the middle of the year. And like Coach was talking about off-air, um, it does a good job of preparing us for what we see in the ACAC most most nights. Um, so we added them right in the middle of the season. And then, uh, you know, just last night, um, we knew that they were going to play hard. They're very well coached. Uh, Two-hour bus ride for them. And, and, you know, we did that last year, and it was a very competitive game, and they did it this year. Um you know, they said they had some um, some travel issues, so it's kind of set them back about 20 minutes. But when they got off the bus, you couldn't tell, and and you know I think it's a testament to the way that they're coached. Now, is it they run a kind of offense for you? That uh, what kind of offense they run against you? So a lot of inside zone, outside zone. Uh, teams have actually outside of of AC um, have found it pretty hard to run against us this year. Uh, you know that's kind of our our mo on defense is to shut down the run. Uh, they came in wanting to run the football. Um, when they couldn't, you know, just like South Adams said against us, they start opening it up and kind of throwing it, and that's how they moved football last night. Well, uh, n- not to surprise you any, but Adam Central runs a football on everybody, and they've been <laughs> successful at it. And uh, it's one of those things uh, Coach, Coach Mosier knows, I'm going to run a football, and that's what you're going to do. But he threw me off there night. He runs trips right. And I was like, trips right? I didn't know he had three wide receivers on his team <clears throat> but to run th- trips right. But, uh, you know, it, it's one of those things that uh, – He's always told me, you want to throw the football when you want to, not when you have to, and it makes a big difference. But uh, those big running teams like that, it, it puts pressure on your defense. And uh, I think I interviewed Coach Grant Mosier before the game last night, and he said, you know, when, when they run and just drive the ball on you, you don't get off the field and your defense gets wore down in that second series tires you out so that the second series is like a whole different game than the first series well you know and you're you're talking about running the football you know last night um 
you know, we wanted to establish Kobe Meyer running it. Nobody, you know, everybody knows who Kobe is. Uh, unfortunately, we didn't, we weren't able to, so we went kind of into our he- heavy package. And uh, Caleb Abbott actually toted the rock a lot more, had a couple of touchdowns. That's a the big offensive boy. line That's a big last boy. night uh, did an outstanding <laughs> job. Tight end, uh, a couple of tight ends. I think you know we had two or three tight ends in the game at times. Brought in a couple extra linemen, and, and when we needed yards, you know, between the offensive line and Caleb, they, they got them for us. Yeah, you know, we we've seen Caleb Meyer. Uh, you said a couple of years ago he was he was your quarterback and now he's playing middle linebacker for you and he's a load. I mean, it, you put him in a heavy package and uh, I can see that's how you soften up that uh, off that defensive line to get going. Hey Nick, here's a coffee for you right there. We got a couple extra right there right, right up front for you. Nick Nick Hall comes in looking for his coffee uh, first thing and you know they serve they serve Michael on up. We're we're not coffee guys, so Nick gets his two hot coffees as he walks in the door. But uh, at changing your offense around is midstream is is not easy to do but as a coach you got to prepare for that because if plan a doesn't work and plan b doesn't work i mean you got to go to plan c as soon as you hit the field yeah we did and and coach hollinger did an outstanding job working with coach colkman you know and that offensive staff of of figuring out what we need to do and and we try to keep guys separate offense defense so that we've got you know fresh guys when when we switch sides of the ball um caleb is an outstanding inside linebacker for us as well so just the fact that he was able to carry the football as many times as he did and then still not miss a beat on defense he had a, a one-handed interception backed up uh, right on their goal line they were trying to score to make it a one possession game or one yeah one score game um you know just all around an outstanding job from caleb last night and uh, that's one of the things that you you know that that's a good game coming in i mean it was close at halftime and then you guys start to pull it out end up being 28 uh, 14 i think and uh, that's the kind of thing that uh as a team you you want to add somebody to the schedule that's going to improve your yourself and improve them and i, I think that's Something that shows you did uh, is that a game you guys are going to keep on your schedule now? You, you know, think? I don't know. I, I think that the the distance may be an issue. Uh, I know that um, if we can't find anybody uh, close to that in competition wise, like I said, very good two A team. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Coach Colkman decides to keep them on the schedule again. You know, two hour bus ride, but if you only have to do it one time a year, you know, maybe you can as you sacrifice a little bit. So uh, you look towards next week's game, and we talked about that game and. Uh, Coming into last night's uh, week uh, six, uh, Heritage, um, Bluffton was ranked two in 2A, and the number one team in 2A was defeated last night. So does that mean Bluffton moves up and maybe gets some votes for a 1A? I don't know, but that's that's a very good team. They're undefeated, and uh, you and Coach Mosier talked about how even the teams in the AC have become, ACAC have become, and uh, that that's a game that uh, we're going to cover on WZBD, and it, that's going to be two really good football teams coming together you know we don't we don't put a whole lot of stock into rankings and things like that you know i think last week we'd gotten some votes you know in the coaches poll or something like that before we played ac uh, we, we know that bluffton's a good team we don't need you know <laughs> the ap or the coaches to tell us that you know coach kunkel's done a really good job over there getting those guys build up you know building off that sectional championship that they had uh last season um you know and our guys got some things that they're working through this weekend and and you know, all their eyes will be on Bluffton come Monday. Um, so they'll be ready to go, and we'll be ready to go. You know, and that's two teams that are very similar. Uh, I mean, size-wise, you you both got some big O-line and D-line. You guys are going to spread the field out like they do. I mean, they're going to put five guys out in a pattern. You both have very dynamic quarterbacks that are that can run and throw the ball. And it's like uh, it's almost like mirrored teams playing each other. Yeah, you know, you're exactly right. And and you know, last year I think it was twenty. They had us down twenty to six at halftime, and and we were fortunate to make a couple adjustments and and pitched a shutout at the end of the or in the second half, and and we're able to pull that one out. But you know, you're right. It's a hundred percent two teams that are a lot alike, and and I expect uh, a very good game. So um, you know that uh, we will be there covering that game. So I hope to get some interviews with Coach Colkman and. Uh, uh, your breakfast has shown up, and uh, I'll let you get your breakfast out of the way, and uh, we'll come back with uh, Coach uh, Nick Hall right after this, and that's been uh, Coach Corbin Vance, the special teams coordinator of the Heritage Patriots, back with uh, Coach number three right after this here on WZBD. Hi, this is Jared from the West End Restaurant in Decatur. Just wanted to take a minute to thank our patrons for all their support over the years. This year we're celebrating 135 years in business. We're open six days a week, closed on Sundays, so stop in for some of the old favorites like the bread at Tenderloin, our fish, onion rings, burgers, and fries. We also have some newer items, uh, grilled West End cod, pecan tilapia, grilled salmon, and plank salmon. We have breakfast, lunch, and dinner specials, so stop by at the corner of 7th and Monroe in Decatur. 
When you need building materials, you need Arnold Lumber, 425 Winchester Street in Decatur, featuring lumber in a wide choice of sizes, plus doors, windows, roofing, and more. Whether it's a complete new home or remodeling, a new deck or deck repair, a new kitchen or a kitchen update, whether it's an erected or materials-only garage or pull barn package featuring quality metal, free professional designs and estimates, Arnold Lumber provides it all. Open 7 to 5, Monday through Thursday, till 4.30 on Friday and 11.30 on Saturday. Back to uh, Leaky Brothers Plumbing and Heating, Adams County High School football coaches show. Plus Heritage is uh, I'm joined by Nick Hall. And uh, I, I always tell people the conversations off air are always way better than the conversations <laughs> on air. But uh, for everybody's uh, sake, uh, we keep those. What happens off air stays off those air. Are, those are private conversations. <laughs> yeah. are private. I, mean, I mean, coaches talk about, I can this kid, he did this and this, this and this going on here. Okay, and then they just clean it up. But uh, <laughs> but uh, I tell you what, uh, thanks for coming in, Nick. And uh, uh, we're a little bit behind on our breakfast serving today, but uh, you will get your, your order of biscuits and gravy as uh, Coach Vance is uh, trying to slam his down now. And uh, uh, you guys – you guys started into the gauntlet last night. You you start off by playing Leo. Um, you we understand that they are just talented. They have some kids that are going to go D one for sure. And um, what are some of the things that you felt that your team did well uh, in last night's game? I mean, we we didn't back down from them. Yeah. I mean, in, our, our kids are not. They come out and they they play hard no matter who we're playing. And uh, you know, one thing we told them all week. You know, yeah, it's Leo. Yeah, they have kids on their team they have multiple d1 players but they're 14 15 16 17 year olds just like we are yep they're gonna make mistakes um you know they're they're they're, they're gonna take a playoff here and there and uh i mean our, our goal going in was you know control the clock um with our offense and for the first quarter and a half really we did um seven zero for the first quarter and really it could have been zero zero we gave up a big play um in that first quarter uh, so the seven zero but um, I mean, we played pretty well there for about a quarter and a half. Um, but the, when you only have a certain yeah. amount of players, it, it, it makes it tough. Um, so I, I, was, I, was, I was super proud of how, how we did play. I mean, I know the score doesn't reflect it, but they came out and they played hard. They didn't give up. They played from the, the, the opening kickoff to the, the final whistle. Um, and that's something that we, we preach to them every week, play hard. Um, we're, we're not ever going to get on you for making a mistake if you're playing hard. Yeah. So. And I know that uh, you've got a group of seniors that uh, have played a lot of varsity because they had to starting as freshmen and sophomores. And uh, that's one of those things that uh, those kids, that they they play hard and they're going to come after you. And, and you know that uh, you're going to get a good performance out of them every every week. And, <clears throat> you know, we talk about Dylan Velez, but he's got, he's got some other seniors on that line that really uh, mm-hmm. step up and play hard with him. And, uh, how did uh, your offense go last night? Did you end up running uh, Velez in a slot again? Yeah, Velez played slot. Aiden Miller was at fullback, and uh, Christian Hatch was at slot. And we put Kins in there, Will Kins in there for a little bit to us at, at the other slot. Um, offensively, I mean, we struggled there after the second quarter or whatever it was. Um, you know, I mean, we moved the ball there the first quarter. Um, I think we only had a few first downs and whatnot, but um, our O-line guys, I mean, they, they played well. I told my halftime, I said, you guys are playing well. I mean, you're giving Franzi plenty of time to throw. Um, and I think if you look at it all year, they've only given up maybe one sack. Mm-hmm. Um, our O-line has been – they've been playing – our pass protection is pretty well. Um, so, I mean, D-line, our D-line played pretty well. Uh, Braylon Brown played well in D-line. Dylan Velez had another crazy game. He was getting triple, double teamed every every play. Um, you know, and um, Joe Hoffman at safety – you know, just doing Joe Hoffman things again. I mean, I think he had like 13 tackles last night, and there were a couple of times they were in jet sweeps with with uh, Hurst there, at Leo, and number three. And I mean, he hit him right, right line of scrimmage, which you watch film on him. And there's not very many teams that that did that to him. Uh, and Joe read him perfectly and came down and, and took him out. So we we've seen that uh, in, in games earlier where Hoffman will close, and when you have a guy that's like six five. Like Hoffman coming down, closing, and getting in line of scrimmage, uh, that's an impressive play. I mean, it, it's one of those things that he makes a play, it's a good thing. You miss a play, it's a big play. But uh, uh, for the most part, uh, Hoffman's been able to step up, and uh, he's a load back there at safety. He is. He's a big boy. And, uh, you know, I, I've been talking to him for probably last year if he wants to play in college or not. And I told him, I said, You have the build, uh, you have the athleticism to, to play at the next level if you want to. Uh, we've had coaches come in and talk with him and whatnot. 
Um, actually, their coach stopped him after the game last night and said, if I'm a college recruiter, I'm recruiting you to come play for mm-hmm. me. Um, I mean, he, he had a heck of a game last night. I mean, he, he has, like I said, he has all the intangibles of, of being a next-level player. So, You know, that's one of those things you could all, in a small college, I mean, they could turn him into a tight end or something like that because he's big and he's tall Absolutely. and he's got good hands. And, uh, you know, he, he's one of those guys that could probably go go either way in, in college. And, and until yeah. you, until that kid, you know, kids are 17, 18 years old, they don't mature and turn into men until they get in that freshman year of college. And a lot of things in their life change. And, I mean, different change of position could could do it. Yeah, you never know. He could go play left tackle yeah. or, or guard. <laughs> um, I know when I was in high school, we had a, our quarterback went to St. Francis, and you know, and he went to D-line, O-line, and then finishing on as an offensive guard when he went as a quarterback. Um, it, it could happen. So um, I hope, hopefully that's something that he really seriously looks at and, and, and pursues. So You know, kind of off the – path but uh, i saw a little clip on uh, coach prime at colorado and he said a guy come in he he was playing his position and he said we think this is going to be the best position for you and he said i think you're disrespecting me by telling me i can do it he said no we're just telling you because we know more than you do and we're going to put you here and he did <laughs> and the kid performs at that position and then he, it goes up and he's like a number six in the draft or something it's like sometimes coaches know more than kids do <laughs> and they just have to convince them of that and, yeah. and it's and it's not the, the the best thing in their interest but uh it it happens and, and like i said these these kids are still growing they're still learning you as coaches you don't understand what that kid's going to be best at until you have him for half a season and just go wait a minute i think i'm going to adjust this kid he's really not this position he maybe is better at this position and and he maybe grow into that position yeah and it happens all the time you might start a kid at one position i mean we, heck, we started velez at line this year and he's he's running the ball now well he's a different guy uh, than he was last year cor- correct and uh you know it, it could happen you, you can move people all over the place um move them here move them there um Aiden Wemhoff he, he played center his freshman sophomore year um and we said hey you're gonna be a tight end running back and, and you're gonna play more linebacker for us and you know he's been getting a lot of reps at linebacker this year um as as, as they're outside um and he's doing a pretty good job at it too um, so like, like, like you said, you could, in high school, you, you could play multiple positions, um, and, you know, do the coaches always know the correct <laughs> no, um, but, you know, we're, we're going to put a kid in a position that we think is going to help our team the best. So, and so, sometimes players change position for spots. You may have a guy that comes in and, and we've seen this a lot in college where a guy comes in, he's a quarterback. Well, they've got two really good quarterbacks. So the guy slides out and becomes a receiver and they become a great receiver because they understand the positioning that the guy's going to pass to mm-hmm. you and things like that. And it, it's just it's just a game of changes and adjustments that you go through. So, I mean, you you don't have an easy game against Leo. And who do you, who do you go and take on next week? Uh, we have New Haven at home, homecoming. And at New Haven, uh, that some people might think it's an upset, but New Haven beat Norrell last night like 21-7. Columbia City. Oh, they, Columbia City, I'm sorry. Yeah, New Haven, New Haven beat uh, Columbia City. And, and that's a game that I thought Columbia City uh, is kind of – well, one of the upper levels they won a conference last year, I think, and uh, they they beat them twenty-one-seven. So that that New Haven New, team, New Haven's a, a completely different team uh, than they were last year. Um, it almost looks like they have a completely different roster, honestly. Uh, they they play very well together. They're quick. Um, they're physical. They're they're big. Um, but like I tell our kids every week, we're we're playing fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen-year-olds. Anything can happen. Um, they're going to make mistakes. We have to capitalize on their mistakes. Um, and like I told them after the game, you know, um, they very easily, our team two weeks ago could have said, hey, coach, we're going to pack it in. We're done. And and they did not. And I, and I give our kids a lot of credit for that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I respect them a lot for coming out each week because, you know, there's only 38 of them. And we have 400 boys in our school. Yeah. And only 38 of them are saying, hey, I'm going to go out and make our football program better. And those kids do that each week, and they do that each day, um, and and they're they're really fighting to make our program better. So I, I really respect them for that. So that's an open casting call to every every one of those other 400 kids in the high school mm-hmm. that uh, haven't played football. If it's not this season, come out next season, and make yourself better. But uh, uh, when when you look at uh, New Haven, we've always felt that New Haven's one of those teams that had some very talented positions, uh, key position players, but uh, at times they're undisciplined and uh, don't seem to play as hard as they maybe should. But uh, it's one of those things that uh, 
as a as a team, you know, they have some kids that are like highly recruited different places. Mm-hmm. But uh, you come in and they have to play as a team. And, and if if you only have to key on one player, it makes your job easier. They do. They have a kid named Mylon Graham. I don't know if anyone knows who he is, but he's the number like eight kid in the country. Yeah, he's going to Ohio State, um, five star recruit, um, really good player. Um, but he's going to make mistakes just like all these other high school kids do. We have to make sure we capitalize on their mistakes. Um, so, you know, like, like you said, they, they do um, come in and they sometimes they're undisciplined and sometimes they make mistakes. We we can't let those mistakes translate to us making mistakes as well. So uh, we have to come in and play play a perfect game. So, um, are, Did you uh, kind of stick with your uh, tight shoulder-to-shoulder offense last night or did you break it out and uh, throw the ball a little bit? Uh, we threw it a little bit. I think we threw it six or seven times. Um, you know, our, our our personnel is not made to spread it out, throw it around. Um, if we did that, we would be gassed after our first series. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so we we felt as a coaching staff we were able to um, run pretty much what we wanted to run. And for the most part of that first quarter and a half, we did. I mean, we we were able to tight, uh, pack it in tight and um, – and we were able to get four, five, six yards a carry, you know, and um, and like I said, our, our guys are going to back down from anyone. We went right at it. that shot kid it from from Leo, number nine. That's you know four star DN tight end kid, and we went right at him. And um, you know Velez had some pretty good runs against him. Ian Miller had some pretty good blocks against him. Um, our tight ends had some good blocks on him. So um, they're, they're not they're not going to back down. They're they're going to play hard. So well, uh, as you look towards the future, uh, a couple of times this week I was. I was out in different places and saw your flag football teams out playing, and, and it looks like it's very well supported. I mean, you got good kids out there, and uh, it look like they're, they're having some fun. Uh, looks like, uh, and, and what, are, what age groups do you have there? Uh, flag is kindergarten through fourth grade. So there's uh, two leagues in the flag. It's kindergarten through second and uh, a third and fourth grade league. Uh, they play every Thursday evening. Um, they play on our practice field. They play out at uh, the Merritt Center, and they play down at the middle school. So there's games all over town. Um, I, I think between those four, I mean, there's close to 80, 90 kids or something like that. So, um, it's a pretty good turnout for, I think their third year doing it. So you're doing it, something like that. Um, you know, Brad Weber has done a heck of a job getting that help, getting that up and, and, and going and organizing it and all that stuff. Uh, the, the guy wears like 20, 25 hats. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he does all kinds of things for us and he's a big Belmont supporter and, I really appreciate a lot of the things that he does for us. So, And I, I do, as I look on the sidelines, I see those coaches, and they're guys that have been in the football program, their dads now, and they're coaching their kids. But uh, it takes those uh, dads to help coach uh, to make those programs run. And then uh, we've started a little tradition here. Last week when I was in the back room, I, I saw a couple of uh, former Belmont players that are DFL coaches, you know, uh, A.B., Anthony Bussey, and Bucky Gutierrez, and uh, mm-hmm. and uh, Mr. Melcher back there, they've, they've got a routine. They come in here and they have yeah. breakfast in the, in the morning and they head out and they coach their teams. And, and the DFL is another avenue that you get those kids where you put some pads on them and then turn them into football players. The, you know, flag, you run the plays and you, you get the idea of it, but football uh, with pads on, then it turns it into that, this is what it's going to be like when I get into high school. We're very fortunate to have those three guys helping out with our DFL program. Um, you know, our, our DFO program there, the Belmont side-wise, struggled for quite a few years. And one of my main goals when I came in was to revamp our youth programs. And that was getting a flag league and revamping our DFL. And um, I mean, we struggled as fielding one team in DFL, fifth and sixth. And uh, those kids would never go on and play middle school football because um, they didn't have any fun. So that was one of my main goals when I talked to Brad. And um, we, I'm like, look, we have to do something to, to get these kids interested in um, – so we, we kind of branched off a little bit, and, and uh, they play in the Wells County League now with Norwell and South Adams and Southern Wells and Bluffton uh, in eight season there as well. Um, but one of my big things was I wanted to get a lot of former players coaching those those teams and younger guys, um, guys that aren't married or have kids yet, so that, yeah. that helps. Um, and, um, you know, there's five, six guys. I think we have, there's actually more DFL coaches, I think, than I, than I have my high school staff. <laughs> Um, so, you know, Kevin Conrad helped coaching Adam Miller, Brian Billman, Bucky, Anthony, uh, Carter Free, Joe Melcher, um, a lot of guys that are, that are helping out and they're really enjoying it. We have two t- full teams of 23, 24 kids per team. So that, that's, a, that's a great thing to see. So You know, and, and that's where you're going to get it. I mean, if you want to be successful, 
Number one, you you have to be successful at getting kids to come out and play. And if they're used to playing when they're little, uh, they're going to enjoy it and they're going to get that fever for it and play later on. And uh, maybe that carries on over to the fact that uh, those kids are going to be on your high school team someday. And uh, that that's the kind of thing you got to start young. I mean, look. I mean, we, we go back to volleyball. Look at how many little girls are playing Decatur Forest volleyball. I mean, and what do they do when they grow up? They play volleyball in high school for yeah. Craig Crawl. They're I mean, w- you know, wrestlers that go around and wrestle for summer all the time like that, they come up and they wrestle for Tim Myers because it's that, you know, just like soccer players you know, get touches on a the ball, they get used to it. I mean, anytime you can put more mat time down, more net time down, and more football time down is when you instill that in those kids that I want to do this in the future. Absolutely, you know, and and I, I might be the biggest three sport advocate there is in in, in the county. Um, I think it's very important for kids to play as many sports as possible. I mean, there's so many studies out there that saying playing multiple sports, you know, um, helps you with your other sports. You know, and mm-hmm. it gives your muscles breaks and it um, prepares you for the other sport. And you know, you, you don't have to worry about this sport. And you know, it's it's you look at all these big time athletes in college and professional. They all played multiple sports, and people always say, "Well, because they're good athletes," you know, because they so they played all multiple sports. No, they did it to get their muscles breaks and um, to you know being coached by a different coach and um, a different style and stuff like that. And if you can handle doing that, three, playing three sports through high school, and you're a really good athlete, when you get to college, you can be pretty darn good because you're only focused on one thing, and that's all you're doing. Um, and that, that's one of the big things that I try to tell these kids, play multiple sports. I, all my football players, I make sure, hey, go play something else. I don't – if you can't make it a winter lifting, that's fine because you're going to wrestle, you're going to play yeah. basketball. Go do something else in the springtime. I don't want to really see you. Go play baseball, go run track. Um, and, that, and that's something that um, I think as a, as a whole, as a whole school – that we need to do a better job of. So, Well, I, t- I tell you what, that shows you what kids have dedication. I mean, if you're dedicated enough to play multiple sports and you're not going to take an off-season and you're not going to just, oh, I'm, I'm not going to play this sport because I'm going to lift for football or I'm not going to play this sport because I'm going to do something. I don't like when kids do that. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, and it, it, it shows dedication. And, I mean, it, it tell, also shows their parent what kind of work, that, uh, work ethic that kid's going to have too. It's yeah. like, uh, is, are you willing to – uh, put in the extra effort all year long to do something and, and stay active. Yeah, um, go, go play three sports. You know, if you if you can juggle three sports in your schoolwork and this that, you're going to be pretty successful whatever you do. Um, you know, and right now we have quite a few on the football team that play three sports. Um, you know, Dylan Velez plays three sports. Uh, Joe Hoffman plays three sports. Um, you know, so they they go. Uh, we have some younger guys, Ollie, Oliver Whirling, Oliver Goble. They, they play three sports. Um, Will Franzi plays three sports. You know, those guys all go in and they they love it. You know, they they, they keeps them busy and they're always working out, um, keeps them active. But you know, like I said, those three sport athletes they're they're rare to find nowadays. Um, and I and I get it because there's people are pushing people to play club and this and that and and whatnot. But you know, it, it's it, it there's come a time you know where our school's not big enough just to hey let's focus yeah. on one thing. Or even focus on two things. Like you, you need to play as many sports as possible. So, and like I said, I, I preach that to my kids all the time. I tell the younger kids the same thing: play as many as you can. Because once you're done in high school, you can't <laughs> yeah. go back and do it yeah. as much as you want to. I'm, I'm sure your parents love to go out there and play play for you, but they can't. So do it while you can. So I tell you what, <clears throat> we wish you luck next week <clears throat> and uh, uh, success throughout the season. And uh, we'll see you down the road again. I appreciate it. Thank you. That's been Coach Nick Hall of the Belmont Braves. We're back with Coach Grant Mosier right after these messages here on WZBD. Hey, does anybody know what days Pizza King of Decatur has their world-famous smorgasbord? Hey, I do. Hi, it's Steve the King from Pizza King. This has to be the biggest question we get on a weekly basis. So here's the scoop. We offer lunchtime smorgasbord Monday through Friday, 11 to 1, Sundays, 11 to 1.30, and Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday evenings, 5 to 8.30. So swing out and see us east of downtown Decatur, or as always, give us a ring at 728-2151. And as always, the difference is in the squares. It's never too early to consider your goals and refine your vision for retirement. Agnes Schock, financial consultant with Thrivent, is here to help you create a strategy that reflects your priorities. Agnes can help assess your needs and determine the next steps for your unique situation. Call 260-724-4144 to get started. 
That's 724-4144. Welcome back to Leaky Brothers Plumbing Heating, Adams County High School Football Coaches Show. Plus, Heritage is with happy to have uh, Heritage Defensive Coordinator Corbin Vance come in here this morning. Uh, now I'm joined by the other Mosier of the uh, show as uh, Grant comes in. And uh, Grant, I think uh, I heard people saying last night, this score is going to be 21 to nothing in the first quarter. And I've you found a way to prevent that, didn't you? If you don't give him the ball, he can't <laughs> yeah, score, right? Because yes. <laughs> once you do, we saw what happened once you do, they do get the ball. <laughs> and they are so stinking good offensively and defensively. Yeah. Um, yeah, our game plan was I mean, same game plan I've had pretty much forever against them offensively, trying just to pick them apart. We can't when we tried, you can't run the ball against them just with our size and how good they are up front. They're so good defensively, the front seven, when, and, and that's without without Worm. Yeah, because <laughs> on the outsides they have uh, Fravel and, and Curry, so you can't get outside of them. And then right in the middle they have Bloom, probably the best linebacker in I would say the best backer in all of North Northeast Indiana. Um, so we, we tried to run, but we couldn't. <laughs> at one point, <laughs> at one point, uh, Owen goes to, to me and says, let's get Colton going on the ground. And I go over to Colton, Colton goes, we got to throw the ball. <laughs> I said, guys, <laughs> we got to do one of the other fellas. <laughs> it's uh, like, yeah. <laughs> Colton, we're going to give you the ball running. I don't yeah, want to run yeah, it. Was, he, he, not, not that easy knew that we couldn't, couldn't get anything going. They're just so much bigger than us up front, more physical and quick. Um, <laughs> but that was funny, I thought. But but the first drive, we came out and were methodical a little bit and uh, – and quick hitters and, and took one they gave us. Uh, Owen played pretty well that first drive. Uh, McCain played well, but had, had to drop that first play of the game. But then we moved the ball down the field and took the best part of the battle drive. We didn't score, but took seven minutes off the field and, like yeah. you said, kept it out of their hands. Um, that's what we said pregame. We knew. We, I said they're better than us. So I think we know that. But let's just let's just break the game down. Try and get first downs here and there. Um, and see see how it goes. So that was a good first drive. But then, like I said, once they get the ball, man, they're ridiculously good. And it's not even. The running backs are great. Curry or not Curry, are Bloom and, and Tester. Those guys are phenomenal, and and, and uh, Hamilton. But they they just block so well down the field. There's times where our guys are on skates and they're just down the field blocking. The, and not even their O line, but their receivers and their and their wing backs block so well. And that's just the fundamentals that they do so well that makes them so dang good. You know, I I saw one play where they ran towards the sideline that we were on, and uh, the I think Hamilton had a big run, gets out of bounds. When you look. <clears throat> there was two guards yeah. that were right next to him when he went out of bounds. So they they pulled two guards down yeah. downfield and they're blocking downfields. And I mean, you guys are are small to begin with, and yeah. then your D backs are small, and then you get a two hundred and twenty five, <laughs> two hundred fifty pound guy come blocking on your little hundred and forty five pound D back out yeah. there. That that's a a big mismatch. And then you get uh, Hamilton out in the open field. I mean, all he needs is somebody to be in his way to cut behind him, and then and that's a big play. Yeah, it wasn't there. And like I said, they're, they're just good at what they do, obviously. Uh, we never want to use, and, and I mean, people always say, "Well, they're bigger," and and I, I say, "Well, you should give me the case for us." So we can't use that as an excuse now. They're just they were they were talented. Um, our kids our kids did play well. I thought as hard as they played hard. Um, I don't know about necessarily well, but they played really hard throughout the game. They didn't back down. Um, kept fighting, kept clawing. That's what we did at halftime again. Was we, we talk all the time about character, trying to build kids a character, and a big part of character is how do you how do you respond to life when adversity hits, and obviously adversity hit, which we knew it would. Um, so our kids came out in the third quarter, so I still, still kept fighting and clawing. And, and I said two things I want to see in the second half are, are uh, still encouraging each other, not not bickering and getting along and, and leadership. And then the other thing I want to see is good body language when, when things aren't going well. If they score again, I don't want to see heads heads slumped and walking around. I want you to run off the field and keep your chin up because that's what happens in life. You're going to get punched in the mouth a couple of times, and how do you respond to that stuff? You know, you guys had some nice passes. I mean, you, you hit a little underneath stuff, and then you had a couple of long passes that – just off the fingertips of a couple of guys, and I know we saw Somerset lay out and just about catch one on our sideline yeah. over there that would have been for a big play because, I mean, Warner can sling it. And yeah. last night he, he almost threw the ball too hard. A couple of them threw McCain's hands that he couldn't hang on to and a couple of them overthrown. But uh, uh, receivers got to be ready because he's going bring to a, bring, a, bring a heater to you. Yeah, he's, he's an incredible quarterback. Um, doesn't get enough credit, I don't think, honestly. And part of that is we have we have younger receivers this year. Um, he's he's – uh, I think right now he's fourth all time in ACAC history in passing yards. Um, <clears throat> so I mean he's, he's had an incredible career. Um, we don't want it to end yet. We want to keep going, make a little run here. He's he's banged up too. He last night he had a going in the game ankle injury. Uh, his throwing shoulder has been hurt and now his hip. That's why <laughs> that's why he's not playing defense because he's so banged up. But he, he fights through that and he's always gonna always gonna play and always gonna give everything he has. And he's got a great arm. He's a great great kid uh, with uh and he's and he knows the game really well. Very coachable kid. 
Um, so we're, we're glad we have him as a leader. Um, and our receivers are getting better as we go. You saw last night Derek McCain and Wes, both sophomore and freshman, getting better. Isaac D had five catches last night. Um, Wes had that long one, then he took a, took a big hit. He uh, was under, under a concussion, concussion protocol, but I think he's going to be okay. Sounds like talking to him this morning. Um, is more just he took a big hit, and we said, well, it's 20 years ago, let's get the soldier out here. Yeah. He wanted to keep playing, but let's, let's, no point in putting you in here with a little bit of a headache still. So mm-hmm. he sounds like he's doing better this morning, so that's a good sign, but uh, we'll, uh, we'll keep getting better. Well, um, if Warner didn't know Fravel and Curry before the game, <laughs> he knew him after the game. I think I knew him. We played him before, <laughs> twice the last two years, but yeah. But uh, I tell you what, their D ends really crash now. If Warner can get outside the tackles on yeah. a scramble, I can, he can make things happen. A couple of times maybe had some opening to go up the middle, but uh, their their DNs crash on you, and they just really contain. And they get a big O-line, the big yeah. D-line there. Big D-line keeps them in check, and they had a couple of really big losses on uh, on sacks. I mean, a couple mm-hmm. of them 15-yard losses that, that kept you guys' running totals to zero last yeah, night. But, that's, uh, that's killer. But uh, it, it, you, you do what you do, and you, you play who you play. Now you, you move on. Who do you play next week? We have Jay County, and that's what I told our coaches last night. Hey, we've played, we've played, in my opinion, the three best teams in the ACAC so far with Harris, Bluffton, and, and AC. Um, so now we go Jay County, Woodland, and, and uh, Southern Wells. Uh, three very winnable games for us. And, and I told the guys last night, hey, if you had said the start of the season, we had a chance to get to 6-3 and three going into the playoffs. We, we would take that all day. So obviously we have a tough task here with Jay County, Woodland, two very good teams. Um, it's going to be our first game on turf, so we're going to have a huge crowd. Um, I think they're doing they're doing home it's homecoming as well, so it's going to be uh, all of Burn and Geneva are going to be there. Um, so we're excited for that. We had our first practice on the turf Thursday night. Um, that was pretty cool. Our kids are excited. We brought the youth kids out too and, and brought them on the turf, and they were pretty pumped. So it was pretty cool to see that happen at South Adams. Well, Jay County and Woodland played each other last night, yeah. <clears throat> and I want to toot my horn that uh, even a, even a blind hog finds an ear of corn once in a while because. <laughs> I was the only one of the three experts that picked Jay County over Woodland, and it was there not looking good as, as Woodland was ahead, and then Jay County comes back. Yeah. 34-29, but that is two programs that yep. typically were at the bottom of the ACAC the last couple of years, but both those programs have, have come up, and uh, Jay County is getting stronger, Woodland's getting stronger, and uh, the, the only downside of playing um, – well, let's see. Do you go to Woodland? We we'll go to Woodland, week? but we'll be at, yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll be at Woodland. Hey, can you bring me a bag yeah, of them I donuts? I knew you were going to say. Right I want, bring bring me a bag of them donuts. You know, if I get those, I'm not making it back on the bus. <laughs> but you, you don't want you don't want to eat them the next day because you find you set them on a the counter and come out and the grease is soaked through the bag and it's like, man, I ate I ate a whole bag see, of those last. I wouldn't night. know that because I never made it, made it through the night when I've ever had them. <laughs> I'll just tell you that's what happens. But uh, um, that Jay County game, uh, Jay County's uh, getting to the point where. They they travel well. Mm-hmm. They're going to bring a lot of people. They know that it's going to be your they're, first. They're four. They're school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they 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 do. They they're four and two right now. They've gotten they've gotten better and better. They're they're running back AJ Myers. We watched that game last night as a coaching staff. Woodland J <coughs> County, and uh, he had five touchdowns. He runs the ball extremely hard. He's a big kid. Um, they play a lot of confidence right now. And again, another team that's going to be bigger than us. Um, but uh, we 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 desperately need a win right here. Um, we want to stay above above five hundred with our record. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna start breaking that down here uh, a little more in depth today with our coaching staff and our kids watching that. Um, we're getting right here in a little bit to go watch uh, support our girls soccer team as a team. We're gonna go. Uh, they play a big game at home against Woodland at 10 o'clock. So we're gonna be doing that and then we'll get after it. But it's a game we want to win. And like I said, uh, you, I mean, you said, we, I heard you talking when I was driving up here to, to Coach Mosier about their atmosphere. Is it was unbelievable last night. Man, they they bring the fans in and that, and we're, we're kind of similar to South Adams in a big game. And I'm sure, I'm sure people are excited to get out and see a home game in Burn for. First time this year, so uh, we're excited for the atmosphere Friday night and hoping to put a show on. You know, you, you talk about wrestlers that uh, make good football players. Uh, Coach Grant, uh, Michael Mosier told me that that first week they played Jay County, that Bryce Wink, who's yep. one of their wrestlers, and then A.J. Myers yep. uh, just gave them fits yeah. in, in, the first, in the first half. And then they, they just don't have enough of those key players to, to make yeah. it on. But um, those wrestlers are guys, you know they're hard-nosed. They're going to mm-hmm. get after it. you got a couple of wrestlers on your team that – are, are are that way, and you look to those guys because they're going to be your team leaders uh, in multiple sports, and you you put them on a football field, and they've got good feet, they're strong, they're always aggressive, and I mean that's the kind of multiple sport athlete you want on your team. Yeah, they Colton Mulmacher, one of the best wrestlers uh, to go through our school. He's a great, great wrestler, great kid, uh, but he's one of our best tacklers by far. Yeah, and, and that probably because he's such a good wrestler. And I think last night, some, I think maybe Bloom said after the game to him, call him an ankle biter or something. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "You're just good at what you do, Colton, because he's so good at getting the ankles and taking it to the ground because it's wrestling. He's a wrestler." Yeah. yeah. I saw Bloom break out in the open, and uh, I think Isaac D had to go take him on. And <laughs> Bloom is run, rumbling down the field because, you know, Bloom's just not a big kid that, 
I mean, he's a big athletic physical yeah, yeah, kid. And fast, he, yeah. he, he's a fast ru- runner and he, yeah. he's one of those wrestlers. And, uh, uh, one of your guys, uh, the game, the touchdown saving tackle goes there and just, they just went out and hit him low. I had to take him out because he's just a big, strong yeah, physical do. kid. And, and he's, he's running full steam and yeah. I don't know what he runs four, five, four, six, something like that. Silly. But, uh, um, your guys, uh, in the backfield and your defensive backs know that it's tough to bring those big guys down. Mm. But, uh, I mean, I don't know. You're, you're going to f- see AJ Myers this week, uh, like that, but, um, those are the kind of guys that, uh, up the middle and then you break into the backfield and you got a little safety looking at him. It's like, yeah, I'm the last man to stop him. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then the thing about Keegan, uh, he's a, he's a great kid too. That's even more. I mean, people always, this is a rivalry game and oh, we, we hate Adam central, but it's, they have, they have, they have good kids, man. Um, Tester, I, I played, like I said, I played basketball with him a couple of times. It didn't go well for me, but I, he's, he's a nice kid. Kid that works hard. And like I said, I know Keegan Bloom from, from a BPA. Uh, I do, I do actually teach sometimes. So oh, part, cool. part of BPA, but I uh, talked to him, a great kid. Um, I know he's got a good, from a good family. Um, so they, they have, they have, I talked to Warren before the game and asked me if he's coming back, stuff like that. So they have, they have good kids too. That's, uh, easy to root for. Well, I, I did see a lot of, uh, Sportsmanship last night after after a big hit, those guys would stand each other up and patch yeah. on the helmet. Yeah. And then, because I mean, your, your schools are like what six miles apart, yeah. eight miles apart. Mm-hmm. I mean, they know each other. They they date girls that are in the school. I mean, you see those yeah, kids. Yeah, Keegan Bloom's dating would be dating uh, Wes's sister. <laughs> so before the game, I said, "Be nice to your little brother, Keegan." <laughs> <laughs> so it's one of those games that uh, you're looking forward to with Jay County next week. Uh, everybody's everybody in the ACC is going to have to play Adam Central, and they know that they're. Probably the best or the second best team in the state of Indiana. Everybody I talked to said that there's nobody in the north that's going to beat Adam Central. They're going to go down. They're going to meet any Lutheran in the finals again. And it just depends if any Lutheran has any uh, Ben Davis rejects or something yeah. that uh, that they're going to take in and uh, play. But uh, don't get me started on that. Yeah. Now <laughs> your your buddy Kunkel uh, started the game last night, uh, ranked number two in two A. Number two in the number one A team lost. Number one A. Team lost, and uh, could that bring him some votes to be number one in the state? I don't know. He's going to. So we're going. So again, we. So the teams we lost to this year in the conference, our three losses this year are against number two team in one A, Adam Central, possibly number one team in two A, Bluffton, and and a team in three A getting votes right now at Heritage. So we've lost to three great teams, um, but that's that's cool. Like we talked about last couple weeks, now how much better the conference has gotten, where we have uh, multiple teams with, with the possibility of going to state this year in the ACAC, which is which is awesome for us. I'll tell you what, Coach, you got your breakfast to go, and uh, I appreciate you coming in and taking the time. And I mean, if you won every week yeah. and came in here, it'd be an easy conversation. Right. But y- you you don't win every game. Yeah. I mean, and not, some people win every game, but not everybody yeah. wins yeah. every game. And you, just like your, your kids, you have to coach to them, mm-hmm. hey, if you don't win, you keep your head up and yep. come in. As a coach, you do the same thing. You have to walk in and sit across the table from a guy that just stomped yep. you last yep. night. <laughs> and that's part. That's part. Of, again, that's part of life. And you talk about you talk about feeling low. I mean, when they, when they when you're coaching a team and it's kids you love and and they score to go up forty two nothing and then they have the the sirens going off and the fireworks. That's that's lowest to low. And you gotta you tell your kids get a champ. You gotta do the exact same thing as a coach and show, you gotta lead by example. And then that's part that's part of life again. I mean, it's it it is just football is way more serious stuff. But that's why I love football because it teaches life lessons and. I respond when when you're feeling low in uh, in life, and it's a good example last night. You know, for for a home crowd, you know, watching fireworks go off big time like that that that's great for your home yeah. crowd. Well, guess what? You're if your team got beat and you're out yeah. there trying to have your after game conversation, and and <laughs> you know, five minutes of fireworks are blasting off. It's like yeah. you know, it, it's not easy, but you put your pride on and yep. you you do what you do, and you, and you you're you put your big boy pants on, mm-hmm. you you do what you need to do, and and you behave the way you need to behave exactly. in that situation. Yep. Exactly, and that's that's something you get you to learn. And my wife usually reminds me of that how how to lose. How <laughs> that's to, what wives are for. Exactly. They remind you of that how to how to lose uh, with integrity and and how to carry yourself when when things don't go your way. Um, but yeah, that's 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 part of uh, just being being an adult and being a being a, a human. <laughs> well, I tell you what, uh, once you uh, take your breakfast to go, and we'll be back with our final wrap up right after this here on WZBD. The iconic Case and Court Shop on US 27 on the north side of Geneva is your hometown stop for the best selection of beer, liquor, and everything else you've been looking for. Whether it's your favorite beer for an evening on the porch with friends, a hard seltzer for a trip to Rainbow Lake, or all the ingredients to make your favorite cocktail, stop into the Case and Court and grab what you need, or browse through our extensive selection if you're not quite sure what you're after. They boast one of the best selections of bourbon and whiskey in Zealand, and the Case and Court would love
love to help you with the special order you need to make your party preparations complete. Stop in today at the Case in Court in Geneva. Shouldn't a home comfort system make you completely comfortable? Leakty Brothers is a trusted source for everything you need for home heating and cooling. When you decide to repair or upgrade your home comfort system, Leakty Brothers can advise you on your air conditioning, heating, and indoor air quality needs, from maintenance to repair to installation. Going with Leakty Brothers is a decision you always take comfort in. Hi, this is Ken at Leakty Brothers Plumbing and Heating with a very simple philosophy. Show up on time, do what you say you'll do, and if there's a problem, fix it. Leakty Brothers, 251 East Water Street in Burn. Welcome back to Leakty Brothers Plumbing and Heating, Adams County and Heritage High School Football Coaches Show. Hosted by the West End Restaurant, other fine sponsors, Arnold Lumber, Leaky Brothers Plumbing, uh, Adams Moral Hospital, Thrivent Financial with Agnes Schock, Moon Tower Tavern, Highway 27 Landscaping, Pizza King of Decatur, Sureflow Seamless Gutters, and Case and Court of Geneva. <clears throat> I'd like to thank all those sponsors. Allow us to talk football on Saturday mornings. Scores last night around the area. Adam Central was a winner over South Adams. Bluffton was a winner over Southern Wells. Heritage defeated LaPelle. <clears throat> Jay County over Woodland. Nacalb defeated Huntington North. East Noble over Norwell. Uh, Leo over Belmont. New Haven over Columbia City. In the, ACE, in the SAC, it was Carroll over Wayne. Bishop Dwinger over Northrop. Bishop Lures over Northside. Southside over Concordia. And Homestead over Snyder. Stay tuned and watch those pickums as uh, another week of pickums on the uh, WZB website. Seeing a lot of <clears throat> support for that as a lot of people have uh, think it's fun to get in and pick those scores and um, as Dane said last night, oh, David Nathan, he's getting a little tough on us. He's put more pro games in, and the pro games are harder to pick on, so he's trying to even the playing field a little bit. Once again, stay tuned <clears throat> as at around 10 o'clock this morning, Mike Maki and Ken Arnold will be on the air covering ACAC volleyball action from Heritage High School. So once again, thanks for tuning in this weekend. Thanks, Steve Gagel, for running board for us. Back with uh, more volleyball action here this morning here on WZBD.